Brands on Brands. Hey everyone, what's up? Today we're talking about how to make money with your podcast. Check it out. In a world where content is king and your reputation is your brand, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands, a home for those that think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here is your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, hey, what's up? Welcome to Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal branding coach, and I believe that building a brand that matters today is the only way to thrive tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in each week as we bring you personal branding tips from the thought leaders, authors, speakers, and influencers in the space right here for you so that you can build the brand of you starting today. And if you guys haven't been there yet, or if it's your first time listening, go to brandsonbrands.com for all of our resources, our recaps, access to all of our episodes, and to join our email list where you can get weekly updates on what's going on with the show and with our new resources. So Appreciate you guys. And if you get a chance to check that out, now let's jump into the content today. Brands on Brands. All right. How do we make money with our podcast, right? You're not building this as a charity. Maybe you are. But if you want to make money off of your show, there are ways to do it. We will talk about today. But there are some things that we need to get out of the way first. There are some myths that are out there that I think all of us have assumptions about what we can do once we start making content, right? And I want to get some of these out of the way so that it's easier for you guys when you move forward. First myth is that everyone can make money with advertising on their podcast. Now, there are a select few that can, and those are usually the top 100 shows or so. Top couple hundred shows can obviously make money with advertising because they have enough subscribers and audience to support that. Because an advertising model needs a lot of listeners. And unfortunately, the average podcast, especially new podcasts, only have something like 180 listeners. And that's not just new podcasts. That's the average of all podcasts, right? Your show might be able to do better than that. But until you're into the like multi-thousand listener range, it's probably not worth it for you. And even after that, you're probably not talking about a lot of money. So let's take advertising off the table for you for now, because uh, it's not probably the number one way to make money, especially if you are in this the knowledge business and you have information you can share, there's better ways for you to make money. If all you're doing is entertainment, then you're looking to scale your audience. So that's depends on which road you're on. Most people listening to this are probably looking to build shows, hopefully that have that are a knowledge-based business that they can make money off of. If you're in the entertainment space, then we're going to talk about audience growth and things like that. So the next myth that we're going to talk about is Patreon. The Patreon subscribers, the myth that we have is Patreon subscribers will help support my show. And again, this is a numbers game, right? You being able to find people that want to give you a dollar every month to listen to your show is going to be a small number of people. It's hard to scale something like that. And podcasting alone is a bit of a terrible discovery tool. Just because you put a podcast out there on a podcast player doesn't mean people are going to find it. They aren't like YouTube or Google that's suggesting your show to tons of people. They generally only suggest the top couple hundred shows, minus a few curated new and noteworthy that aren't getting a ton of uh, listenership. So 
just letting you know that that's a bit of a, a road to, to hike up. Uh, and most people will have a smaller audience that is going to be harder to you know, add up to a lot of Patreon support. So yeah, you might have a few people in your inner circle, your friends, your family that want to help and support you. And if you can break that work, great. And if you're going to do that, offering some other level of service that's beyond your podcast that has to do with you offering some one-on-one time is probably going to be more useful in that regard in terms of building that. But um, that's the second myth. The third is that you know, I can find niche sponsors for my podcast. Sponsorships are great and they do work for podcasts, but what's unfortunate, again, given the size of audiences, even though you can find them, the question is, will you be able to keep them? Because without a large audience size, it's going to be hard to deliver results for your sponsors. Sponsors expect that you're going to be able to deliver some kind of return on their investment, that they will be able to sell whatever they're selling to your audience. And if that audience isn't big, then they're not going to convert. And if they don't have enough people converting and paying, why would they stick around and keep paying for ads on your show? So it's not a long-term game unless you have, again, more audience. So I think that's what we need to get off the table for right now. And then we can talk about the real ways to make money with the podcast, especially for those of you that are in the knowledge business. In other words, you have knowledge and experience that when you share it with other people helps them accomplish a goal. If you can do that, you can make money through coaching and digital and other things and bringing people together uh, through how we're going to talk about that today. So if you're strictly an entertainer, this may not be for you. Okay. But we're going to go through these other ways to make money. So I'll list them off for you first. Here are the seven most readily available ways to make money, especially when you're starting podcasting. Number one is coaching, right? Direct coaching, working with people in one-on-one fashions or in small groups. Number two is a digital course. You taking that knowledge and putting it into something that can be monetized and purchased that's in an organized fashion. So people, instead of just listening to you every week, can quickly go through and accomplish a goal, building some kind of digital course that gives someone a quick win. Number three is affiliate partnerships. That's taking tools and resources that you use and offering them to people that you get a commission for that referral. Number four is events and masterminds. You know, you gathering people together and then paying you to curate that experience. Number five is online products and applications. So you finding something to sell online that's physical product or a service product, or you developing some kind of software that people can use via some kind of payment. Number six is going to be subscription. So is there something that you can offer every week or every month, whether that is an email or some kind of templates or resources that you can send that people would subscribe to get that every month or every week? Maybe you're sending them a curated box of products or a monthly set of tools or templates, right? Getting someone to subscribe to something for a lower cost is realistic. And then last, you know, you can figure out advertising, but again, I would save that uh, as a as a plan for the future, but I do want to mention if any if if you guys are leaning towards advertising, what I forgot to mention before is podcasting is great, but maybe YouTube should be your first preference. If your goal is to make money advertising via your podcast, then I would find a way to make it a video first podcast from the beginning, and make sure you've learned YouTube enough to try to get your shows to rank and do well on YouTube and build for that platform first and then repurpose into a podcast because YouTube is going to be a better discovery engine for your show to 
put some money behind and they have a built-in advertising platform. So maybe you need to be a YouTuber instead of a podcaster if advertising is your goal. So just want to throw that out there. So let's talk about getting paid for your one-on-one time. Uh, It is the fastest way for any content creator and podcaster to make money providing one-on-one time where you are serving your listeners in some way using your zone of genius, right? Take on work that your listeners prefer to outsource, could be small work, or it could be you coaching them through something that they don't know how to do. Figure that out. What is the quick win that you can get for them that you can just say, sign up for a one-hour call with me? Fastest way you can build money through your show. Offer a one-on-one call. Could be a discovery call first, but then a follow-up call that could be an hour of your time to help them solve a problem. Great way to start building some rapport and some service with your listeners. Offer up your knowledge and expertise to solve that problem by providing consulting or coaching on a niche process or practice. Figure out something tangible to provide as a result. So what's tough is to sell like strategy. I've tried that. It's not something people like to pay for. But if you can say before this, you, you you had nothing. And after this thing, there's something. If you have something tangible there, like you've figured out like for uh, in the coaching business for fitness, you know, before we started, you had no meal plan. When we're done, you have a physical meal plan you can follow. Or before we started, you had no exercise routine. And when we're finished, you have a, an actual checklisted, customized workout routine for you. Something physical, tangible that they can have after that. Within that, you can build strategy and, and share those insights, but giving them something physical is what's going to be helpful. Uh, and set low prices at first. And then as demand grows, let that drive your rates up after you can get some results. Or create some kind of multi-hour coaching program that's, you know, the eight hours or eight weeks or six weeks to accomplish some bigger goal that is a set of steps that will take them from, you know, beginning to end to developing uh, and reaching some determined destination. Those programs can then be complemented by resources that you develop and share on your coaching calls. And the goal here is that you map out the steps. A lot of people want to get somewhere. They don't know the steps to get there. So you'd say step one through eight are right here in order. And you package that and you offer consistent support in that goal. That's your one-on-one time. Right after that is leveling up to some kind of small group coaching. Hopefully you have enough demand in your one-on-one coaching that it turns into something that has to be small group coaching as it grows. When you're doing that, you're really talking about a consistent offering that is adapted to serve small groups at a lower cost. The goal here is consistency. Once you've delivered results enough times that are proven, uh, you have a system for that and you can explain that system to people, then they'd be willing to join groups and then also get that community aspect built into your your offerings. Uh, And one key to that is getting a a bunch of powerful referrals and testimonials from the people you've worked with one-on-one. And that time you get back from doing small group coaching should free you up to focus on packaging, selling, and branding, which will be the next phase of scale for you in terms of monetization. Next thing we want to talk about, I mentioned digital courses. This is not easy at all, but the point is to adapt your coaching program to work digitally. How do you go and replace that one-on-one teaching with video teaching, replace live accountability with group accountability or digital accountability, and replace live discovery with worksheets and guided self-exploration, right? Prioritize developing a strong email list for this tactic. You know, this will be you continuing to have strong lead magnets, well-thought-out welcome email sequences, and a habit of sending out some kind of weekly communication that works along this way. 
and grow your community and upsell the, from the digital course. So ideally you want to have something that can be turned on that you don't have to spend any time on that is helping you build and sell your one-on-one -on -one service later on. So the digital course, would you, if you can build that and there's plenty of courses on how to build courses, that's gonna be an unlock for you uh, overall. Next is affiliate partnerships. So affiliate partnerships is a bit of a no brainer because usually if you're teaching something, you already have resources you use all the time and people are gonna always ask you those questions. What equipment do you use? What tool do you use? What are you using in your processes to accomplish XYZ goal? Most of those products or programs or even events will pay you for referrals, will pay you some kind of affiliate fees to send them traffic to send them people and you can get paid on a commission basis. So every time they pay for something, you get a percentage of that purchase. So review your tools that you're using, that your competitors are using, compare the tools and select the ones that you like the best and explain why and offer that up to people that ask. Uh, and that can bring in some, some revenue for you. And it could be significant depending on what you're talking about. And as that grows, you can reach out to those stronger affiliates and develop relationships where you might become a top referrer and even get a better deal than what is standard. Uh, and just build out a resource page on your website that you can send people to that has those things listed so you don't even have to be the person to mention it all the time. Another great way to monetize is to bring people together in terms of events or masterminds. This is just you curating an experience of some sort. So figure out how you could provide more valuable in-person information. And that might be you teaching on a niche topic in some kind of workshop environment or building a retreat that's more vacation-y with also some you know, knowledge-based service built in or gathering other people, gathering experts in a conference style event. All this can be something that you could look together that you can build by bringing people together. You are the curator of the experience. And along that way, not just that experience, in that experience and then beyond, you can offer some kind of accountability, some kind of hot seat or coaching in those meetings. Uh, and masterminds are great formats for that, where every month you meet once or twice with a group of people, you bring in an expert, you talk about your goals and hear people's wins and losses, and you work together as a community to move and grow your businesses. Uh, nurturing the power of community to support each other is a great tool that you can be the leader of, you can be the curator of, uh, and people will pay for that. Next is to offer online products and applications, which is one that I mentioned. Uh, one of the easy ways to do this is to create some kind of subscription product with a membership, you know, solving a simple problem with a digital resource that you create and you offer over and over again at scale. Any kind of digital education product would work in this or some kind of templates or tools. Next would be to write a book or create a software. You can, these days, there's plenty of people that can teach you how to write books. You can repurpose podcasts or courses in the books. Or if you want to create a software, they have freelance websites that you can tell people your idea and they will build it for you. You don't have to be a, a technical building genius to figure this stuff out. You can outsource it as long as you tell people what it is, what simple problem you're trying to solve and how you think it should be solved and offer that software or that tool at a very low price and it can be sold forever. And the other way to do it is to productize whatever you have as a template or checklist or framework, productize it for digital download and purchase, solve a common problem with a low cost solution. Um, there might be people that have higher price ones. Do you have one that you can build that is simple, effective, 
and cheap. So people say, you know what, I'm okay paying $20 to solve this problem and not have to spend the hour figuring it out. Online products and applications are a great monetization tool for that. And it's realistic in terms of people actually making money with it. And the goal is to you to do all these things as a checklist and build money over time so that you actually have a ladder of different products you're selling people. So you have your, your lead magnet that's free that you're giving resources away. And then right above that, you have some kind of online product or application that's between $5 and $50. And above that, you have some kind of digital course that's between $50 and $1,000. Above that, you have some kind of coaching program that really teaches people one thing that could be between $500 and a couple thousand dollars. Above that, you have your signature coaching program that is your most important thing that could be between $3,000 and $6,000. And above that, you have a done for you service that could be $10,000 or more because you're actually just taking things off of people's plates. This is what's a value ladder over time. You can Google value ladder and see how it's been explained in other ways, but you coming up with from the beginning to the end, how people would engage with your business over time from an entry level, all the way to a fully done for you service uh, is a great way to think about a business plan or a business model for your content creation, for your podcast, for what you're trying to build as a knowledge business. And what I'll end with here, because those are all the ideas for the day, what I'll end with here is that all of this is a no like and trust journey. None of this happens unless the people really think that you're there for them and that you are providing enough knowledge and support that they are buying into your system. So start within your immediate circles, the people who already know you, build out your high-end coaching products at a lower cost initially to test it and optimize, solve small problems with a core audience create mid-cost solutions for that audience, and then quickly shift as it starts to get traction into the digital space and group coaching, because then you can start to scale. But it's, there's no point in selling you know, really low-cost items to like no people. So you might have to start with the people that know you the best and selling them something of value uh, and working through that and then building out your ladder top to bottom and in between. Uh, and then as you get more scale and your audience really grows, then you start to add the lower cost five, $10 stuff because at scale that matters. Um, so that's the roadmap that I'd have for you guys in terms of monetization. I talk about that one-on-one -on -one with people that I work with and beyond, but if uh, this has helped you guys today, I really uh, am excited about that. And hopefully we'll catch you guys in the next lesson. Thanks. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to help you build a brand that matters. Head over to BrandsOnBrands.com for resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit BrandsOnBrands.com.